This week's episode is sponsored by MrPICT.com, a website we have set up to try and move some of my CPD online so you can access it from the comfort of your own couch. You can sign up to it through Facebook. It's £3.50 a month, which is less than a pound a week, where we are adding video content pretty much every single day. (laughs) Feedback has been really positive, including this tweet we received the other day. I've just signed up. I've only made time to watch three videos so far. They have been the three most useful tools for teaching I've seen in a long time. And long is in capital letters. Tips to enhance teaching and learning and giving effective feedback. Brilliant. So to find out more and to access all the content, head over to mrpict.com and sign up today. Bad boys, bad boys. What you gonna do? What you gonna do when he comes for you? Hello and welcome to episode 21, season 2, episode 12 of Two Mr P's in a Podcast with me, Mr P. And the other Mr P. We are back, guys, and we've got one more episode until D-Day, the first ever live show. Less than two weeks, well, we'll be two weeks on Saturday. Yeah. Um, We are very, very excited. We have just spent the last half an hour sort of planning what we're going to do i mean it's a it's a tricky one because we'll let you into a little bit of a secret here not too much planning goes in to a podcast episode we tend to have a few ideas knocking about in the whatsapp group as far as what we could talk about as potential features but as far as scripting anything it's not how we roll on the podcast is it adam no, I don't really like to read too much anyway. So, uh, you know, if you gave me a script, I'd just be like, nice one, <laughs> and use it as a fan. Yeah. So um, so when it comes to the live show, we've been talking. Do we keep it, do we keep true to our roots to, as it is a live show of the podcast? Are we going to do it like we're do, doing this now where, you know, we're, we're winging it? Almost winging it, scratching stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, it will be. We will guarantee it's going to be a right hoot. So if you are coming along, you're in for <laughs> a, a hoot. Well, I had to do this. It's going to be a hell of a hoot. <laughs> yeah. Um, so if you've not yet got tickets, what are you playing at? It's two weeks. Make sure you go onto the website and get them. You can get them from two mrpspodcast.com or if you go on my Facebook page, there's a link there as well. Still a few seats available. So um yeah, get yourself involved. April the thirteenth. In fact, stop the podcast right now and do it. Because you'll forget otherwise. We've not, just been not if you're listening to this while you're driving on like the motorway or anything. Well, no, no, driving on a road's fine. Just if you're on yeah. a motorway. <laughs> you're on a motorway, don't exactly. do it. Exactly. Just not on a motorway, guys. Um, but yeah, so pause the podcast now if you can, get your tickets booked, and then we'll see you on April the thirteenth. And uh, it should be a good night. We'll be wrapping up about ten, and hopefully, if everything's nice and tidy, we'll be heading out, hitting the tiles. Yeah, yeah, celebrating. So, um, uh, how's how's your week been? Back in school now. Back in school, yeah. Paternity uh, leave has finished. Um, Seem to just go by in a flash, obviously. Um, but no, everything going well. Apologies if my voice sounds a little bit hoarse. It, you know, I've gone from kind of spending two weeks at home going, well, who, who's a little cutie? Who's a little cutie? <laughs> to going in school like, right! <laughs> yeah. Keeping it down! 
Um, so yeah, I feel like my chest is a little bit uh, ropey. You're feeling but, it. But no, I mean, you know, Max and Isla, obviously Max being my newborn, Isla being my very close to three-year-old little girl, uh, just absolutely top draw. Um, in fact, it, it was just so funny. Isla's been, Isla's been absolutely amazing with him. Um, but, you know, having a girl and having a boy, people say, oh, what's the difference? And, oh, boys are lazy and nah, nah, nah. Yeah, they're classics. Yeah. Um, but the biggest difference is obviously changing the nappy. Like, you know, it is, it is such... It, it's such a ridiculous difference because, you know, changing a girl, swift wipe, no worries. See you later. There's your pampers. Enjoy it. Go and have the rest of your bottle. <laughs> a boy, you know, he's got his he's got his his bits down there, and and they are just unpredictable, <laughs> <laughs> unpredictable. <laughs> and uh, you know, so I, I started getting. I remember I can't remember who it was at all. Someone said to me, "Cover up the bits. So just 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 put some over his bits, and then you know." When you get changed, if he does end up weeing, you'll be sweet. I can't remember what wise soul told me that, but you know, I kind of, I was going, I was doing that for the first few few days, and mum and dad came round, and I was giving it the old like, I'll change him. I was, yeah. I was doing all the changing. I was like, I'll change him. Laying down, was getting a bit, bit, bit overconfident, and then out of nowhere, just trickles on my arm, and, oh, I, and no. I looked down, and Max was, Max was going. So in like a mass panic, I thought to myself, oh, you idiot, like right in front of mum and dad, you've not covered it up. So I thought, right, you know, it's double time. <laughs> Grabbed a wipe in, in an absolute mad hurry, launched it, it's like slow motion, threw it to land on target to, to stop the, the, the eruption. The fountain. And it just fell by the side and just lent on, on it a little bit which deflected it. <laughs> and then it started firing all over my grey joggers. <laughs> so, it, it, you know, not going to lie, it's been, that has been the biggest, uh, you know, bridge to cross, say. Yeah, the uncontrollable. And it, exactly. And, and he actually, he actually weed the other day on his own head. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. That's a party trick for when he's older. Yeah, I was just like, oh, you pisshead. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I mean, you know, doing brilliant. Kim's, uh, Kim, my wife, is doing an absolutely amazing job. But yeah, going back to school uh, was, was amazing. Uh, I went. I actually went back Friday uh, afternoon. Didn't tell the children I was coming. I was due back on Monday, but I came back Friday afternoon to take my dodgeball team to, to the finals. Yeah. Uh, you know, bit of a hero's welcome back and I, I was enjoying it and the, the reception I got from the kids was amazing but then obviously when you go downstairs they only get a whiff of what's going on so this little lad in year one come up to me and he was looking at me for ages and he was going Mr Parkinson and I was like yeah what's up mate you okay and he was just like I knew you were going to have a baby and pointed at my gut. <laughs> I went, uh, you know, it was it was one of the moments where I was like, oh, so cute. But then I immediately went, no. <laughs> my wife had the baby. Yeah. Smarty pants. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, Come over and have a chat rinsed. about the birds and the bees. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, oh. that, you know, things like that. But no, it's been, it has been 
amazing. And uh, yeah, obviously I actually do break up soon. So, it, you know, Max Max came at a tactical time, I think, giving, giving me plenty of time to... Uh, help out how's it yeah how's your week been anyway yeah no it's been busy just saying that though i think i had the best when the triplets were born so the triplets were born do you remember that year what year well it was i know what year it was 2011 (laughs) but it was where we had two weeks off for easter but the easter weekend wasn't in the easter break do you remember it yeah yeah well that's what's happening to me now yeah so basically the trips were born on mother's day uh, pretty much like now, well, it's the birthday on Wednesday. And then we had two weeks off. Then we had the Good Friday, Easter Monday. So mm. it was like two half weeks. Two four day weeks. Yeah, yeah. two four day weeks. Followed by the Royal Wedding. So it was William oh, and course, Kate's yeah. wedding. So we got a day off for that. And then it was the May Bank holiday. So I think in, in the whole of April, I ended up being in school for like 10 days, yeah. if that. Um, and of course, because the the babies were prem. I didn't take my paternity leave until they came home. So I didn't actually take my paternity leave until I think it was the June, May, was May, May, May after the May bank yeah. holiday. Yeah, but yeah, no, I've been uh, been busy. Been um, I've been on 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 a little tour this week actually. So I've been in my school today, but earlier this week I've had a few conferences. So headed down to Portsmouth uh, on Sunday for a course on Monday, and then um, finished in Portsmouth. Rock up to Oxford. And as I'm um, checking into the hotel in Oxford, uh, I notice someone in front of me, this guy wearing a hat. And I'm like, that's a bit unusual, someone wearing a hat. Like, you know, like... Not... Is that what you thought, yeah? No, but <laughs> if you saw the type of hat, you know, like, um, it's like almost like a cowboy type hat. Right. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yeah like an honest... I'm like, I wonder... And, and, then I, and then I saw him and I sort of heard his voice and I was like... I know this guy. Was he having a who? I know this guy. I know what he's... And anyway, turns out it was Pi Corbett. Do you know Pi Corbett? I've heard of him, yeah. I've yeah, so he's him. like a big guru in the consultancy world and, you know, he's the guy behind Talk for Writing and that's absolute master. You wouldn't know, though, would you? People say he's humble Pi. <laughs> <laughs> Way! Yeah, got Come it in on. there. Got it in there. Um... So yeah, so he does he does this talk for writing thing, which uh, we've had training on in our school a few years back, and uh, turns out he was doing a course in the same hotel that I was doing That's the course. Amazing. And I was it was that I was sort of like, should I let on to him? And then he turned around to me, uh, looked sort of looked at me, and then just because I thought, I wonder if he like knows who you know yeah. from my work with Alan Pete and all that sort of, of stuff. Of course, yeah, yeah. And then he just looked at me and just looked almost like right for him and I was like nah, nah, I don't did, know. He, did he not no him? no I didn't know I thought um, he'd give you a slice of his time <laughs> <laughs> give him a slice of pie exactly um, but yeah so then I, and then I was like oh god uh, so he had he had a talk for, he had an EYFS key stage one training day and I had my day uh, go on guess how many was on his training day like 150 uh, no, about eighty-five. All oh, right, sorry. And I had I've overshot that. <laughs> no, but I only had twenty. You had twenty. So, yeah, yeah, but he's flying, quite... isn't he? Yeah, they call I'm him the quite... pie in the sky. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, and uh, then I was in uh, in Nottingham on Wednesday. But yeah, a f- few funny stories from school today. The the uh, well, actually, the first ones from last week. So, uh, got in school last week, and uh, sorry, before you tell the story. If he'd have said something rude to you, you should have said, shut your pie hole. <laughs> right, sorry. I've got that one out there. 
Carry on, he's Right, so and with and with and with year two last week, and the first thing, the first girl who walks into the classroom last week, she was beaming, absolutely beaming, and I'm like, why are you so happy? She's like, it's Thursday, it's Thursday, so it's turkey burgers for lunch, and she was absolutely buzzing with the fact it was turkey burgers for lunch, and. What I do is I get my school dinner on a Thursday when I'm in. So I have to go into the kitchen and basically write. So I look at the menu and I write what I want. Turkey burgers were not on the menu for Thursday. Oh, right? So I had this. I, I just didn't know what to do. What do I Because I knew it wasn't turkey burgers. It was something else. But I thought if I tell her now that it's turkey burgers, that might ruin a whole morning. And she might not be able to, con- she might not be able to you know, get yeah, through yeah, her English yeah. and maths. Or if she's looking forward to it all morning and then gets hit with the bad news, is it better to break it early so that she can get over it? So tough situation. It was a very tough situation. Just just, just, a little smiley face staring at you as well. Just a a mouth watering at the prospect of the turkey burgers. And I I ended up saying to her, I said, "Uh, it's not turkey burgers today, I'm sorry. And her heart broke in front of me. What was it? Well, this was a thing. I said, I've actually got a dinner today myself and I've had a look and it's lasagna. And there was a couple of seconds on her face where it could have gone either way. And she went, oh, good. I like lasagna. Oh, I'll tell you what. I, I, I mean, I'm thinking, you know, I'm taking my mind back to the Tyrrell days. Yeah. Everyone talking about Tyrrell days. So, I, and I'm thinking I'd come in beaming smile hey Adam what's going on yeah it's turkey twizzlers day <laughs> yeah well, it goes maybe in Tyrrell goes in finds out that it's lasagna yeah not twizzlers one I don't think he'd have told me because I would have had an awful morning but my god if I'd have found out some of them dinner ladies would have been wearing that lasagna because I wouldn't have had it no I, I, oh the lasagna uh, though at school so, so nice so I'll have, I'd have been that classic. I'll have two turkey twizzlers <laughs> and any spare. That's what I always used to say. Any spare going after that. The the best days was where there was a couple of absences and then yeah. the, and then the dinner lady, the one that I didn't smash in the face with a football. <laughs> she would always come over with the with, you know with the silver tray that's been yeah. going for years, and she'd just scoop like the, the twizzlers that were left, maybe a couple of half twizzlers. Yeah. And I tell you what, you know, I know I know we've not touched upon twizzlers. In so long. <laughs> but I tell you what used to annoy me. You always had them kids, didn't you, that who who, you know, didn't really have much of an appetite. Yeah. And you know the ones that ordered Twizzlers and then you'd see the plate getting collected and there's there's like one untouched Twizzler on there. Right. Now you never, I've, wanted, I've you never got... wanted to ask for it, because at the end of the day you don't like oh as if he's been breathing on it. Yeah. <laughs> But, but you would have took it. Well, as long as I know that he, he'd not he'd not done anything to it, yeah, of course I would have. Well, I've got a theory on this, right? Because I think the way our mum and dad treated us with food means that we've got this. I don't know if it, if you're the same. I can't leave a plate with food on it. Oh, rare. I, I mean, all... unless I'm, I'm unless I'm literally bursting because I've ate so much, like my stomach's. So enlarged because there's literally yeah. no space. But what I do though, I mean, there's a desperate time if I have to leave food. And if I do, I always leave it on the side 
and then try and come back to it. Yeah. It doesn't matter when I come back to it. It could be two in the morning. I could just come down. It's not a healthy. It's not a healthy habit, but I think it was being brought up in a house where it was like, if you don't finish, then you're not having any. Yeah. You're not having a chalk ice. Chalk ice. Yeah. You're not having the chalk ice. Vianetta. Yeah, the Vianetta. <laughs> and, and, and 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 Dad used to cut the Vianetta because of the little squirrels on the side. So we'd each get two squirrels. Yeah. Mum sometimes probably wouldn't have it, or maybe a squirrel. Yeah. Or dad, seven squirrels. <laughs> Just like, whoa, 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 do the math there. And he, who bought it? Who bought it? Yeah. Uh, hey, what? But that's no. it. And, and I think having the three of us, that, you know... Nothing. You'd had. You just. It was almost like a fight to make there was, sure. Oh, there was competitive eating. I mean, Mum must have had like unbelievable. I mean, she must have had to just tactically bin some stuff because I remember back in the days where it was like, you know, a tea that we'd all want, and then there'd be like, you know, ten chips, and then it was always Ryan was the worst for it. He'd just count. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. And he'd look over. If yours looked like you had a few more, he'd go, why has he got more chips than me? And then suddenly he'd be like, he hasn't, he has. And then I'd be shoving him in my god. No, no, no. I've got ten as well. But this is the thing, like, you see on TV and in films, whenever they do, like, a family sit-down meal, they end up bringing bowls of all the bits and then you help yourself. That never happened. I think we tried it once. Oh, you couldn't do that. But it was like someone took ten Yorkshire puddings. Dad! <laughs> Dad took ten. And then was, and then it just all kicked off. It, so it's like mum has to plate everyone's up so you get an equal yeah. amount. I remember there was a Christmas. It might I can't remember what it was. But I tactically, when people were kind of, you know, so into getting like the mash and the carrot swede and all that, I just I just quickly shoved two sausage and blankets <laughs> in my mouth. And then when it came down to how many each? And I was sat there going, it's three each. And then someone went, you've already had one. I went, prove it. <laughs> prove it, mate. No, I hadn't. So then I ended up with five. I felt like a, I felt like a champ. I uh. did. Um, but yeah, so it's not what I meant to tell you before. So I went on Facebook Marketplace um, which which mum does on a regular basis, oh, doesn't she? she? Dad, but she to be fair that. though, yeah, but she she doesn't half get some absolute cracking bargains. Yeah, she really does, and dad she, doesn't mind. It's, it's replaced eBay. She's yeah, but dad a would for eBay. Dad would much prefer driving to like Rochdale to pick up a five pound, um, you know, bike rather yeah. than coughing up thirty bucks for a, a proper one from Smiths or something. So yeah, my my little girl. He's really into uh, Monsters, Inc. at the moment. She's loving it. Yeah, classic. And uh, because she's been such a good girl and such a good big sister to Max, uh, we asked her, what, what treat would you want? And she said, I want a mic. So I went, oh, amazing. Like, we'll, get you, we'll get you a Mike Wazowski. Yeah. Amazing. So um, anyway, went on the Disney store and, you know, they were, they were, you know, they were totting up 20, 20 quid or something just for a small one. So I just, I just randomly the other day just went on Facebook Marketplace and um, typed in like Monsters Inc. And then this this girl was selling like a big bundle of Monsters Inc. toys, you know, smoke free house, excellent condition. I thought absolutely amazing. It was in Wigan, bit of a mooch, but I thought well, that's absolutely yeah. quality. So anyway, I'm gonna I'm gonna just 
just pause for a second on that and just go back to kind of what, like my my technique with Isla. So if Isla's kind of getting a little bit tetchy, shall we say, uh, or she doesn't want to do something, I'll, you know, we're going on a bear hunt. She absolutely yeah. loves it. So I'll hide my phone and I'll say to her, are you going to come and help me find my phone? And I'll go, we're going on a phone hunt, we're going to catch a big phone. So, and she loves it. And she starts joining in, like yeah. loving it. You know, and I think the other day, uh, she had like a little a, a little dog um, called Fifi. She loves she loves calling the little dog Fifi. And then I said, oh, where's Fifi gone? You know, tactically hit it. And I was going, we're going on a dog hunt. We're going to catch a big one. We're not scared. I yeah. love me. So <laughs> I'm driving tonight to Wigan and I took Isla with me tactically to try and get her asleep at the end and um everything's tactically because yeah, he's just he's a tactical masterclass. but here's where i slipped up so isla started getting a little bit like what are we doing what are we doing so i then went we're going to pick mike wazowski up and she went all right and i went we're going on a mic hunt we're gonna catch a big one and as i said it isla went we're not scared. And I was just going like, what's a beautiful day? Like thinking like, no repeat. Then she repeats the chorus. And I was just like, anyway. And I just absolutely pumped, pumped the radio up. And I was just like, I sat there and I was driving. I was thinking, please do not go into nursing. Like, blasting that out tomorrow. Um, so, yeah, I, I have to say it was making me laugh. because That's funny. Her face, she was smiling so uh, wide. Bless yeah, me. Uh, funny. So, um, so anyway, back, back to the story. Today was Turkey Burgers Day. And the girl was the, delayed. The story not was <laughs> linked to that. We've the gone. story's gone, <laughs> mate. You no. said then it was lasagna. Yeah, but that was what I was happening last week, and then I was talking about what happened this week. Oh God, sorry. <laughs> it's all right. We're just twenty minutes in now, and we've not even uh, got through the day. We've okay, not even got we're through the day. On a burger hunt. Yeah. Um, right. So yeah. So. Um, yeah, I was in my school today, and, and then we did this amazing lesson in the afternoon. So, uh, obviously, Countdown is now on for uh, Avengers Endgame. Yeah. Big, big film. I can't tell you how excited... I don't think there's been a film that I'm as excited about seeing. And obviously, Game of Thrones as well. Um, it's going to be a great April. It's going to be a great April. Two Mr. P's live as well. Two Pist me, 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 I can't even speak. <laughs> Two P's Mr. Ping. <laughs> yeah. So I've just been like watching the the catching up on a few Marvel films. So um spoiler alert if you've not seen Infinity War, but I used a scene from Infinity War because uh, I know the kids are into it as well. So I took a scene and um basically if you go on Netflix, you can um play uh, films using audio description. So it's basically someone reading it as if it's a story. It's right. quality. Yeah, yeah. So took a screen rec- recording of that, deconstructed the text, looking at the features, all that sort of stuff, and then I tactical. said, "Yeah, tactical." tactical. <laughs> and I was like, "Right, we're going to write. We're going to write uh, our own version, and then you're going to perform it as if you're telling someone who can't see it on screen, but they've got to create the picture in their head." And this lad's performance at the end, I just want to play you. Not all of it, but just. His last sentence, because the enthusiasm as Thor absolutely goes for it. So if I let me just um, 
Here we go, right, here we go. Crimson Rocket both bear and determined faces. Leaping to the sky, Thor summons his powers of lightning and with his eyes aglow, crashes to the ground, annihilating every outrider around him. <laughs> uh, that's that's brilliant, though. That is absolutely... Annihilating every outrider around him. Just absolutely... I love that. Oh, that just I love brilliant. That. Um, and then I, I was back doing a bit of uh, football, so I've not I've not got involved in the school football team for ages. But um, my brother-in-law Lee, who we'll we'll, we'll be talking about, oh, yeah. <laughs> we'll be talking about in a minute actually. Uh, he was like, to me, he's like, oh, we've got this, we've got the local local f- uh, football tournament. Is there any chance you can give us a hand? So I was like, yeah, yeah. So um, I had to ref some of that, and uh, oh, it was funny. It was funny because this there was one point. So I was refing some of the games, and there's this um, school who ended up winning it actually, and the, the, they're a private school, and and we've not re- we've never really let them into the tournaments until recently. When I was running it all, I let them in. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah more the merrier, sort no, of thing. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's sort of like as a private school, you know, because we do different tournaments, and they sometimes get invo- involved, and it's that sort of like. Going up against an independent school, and one of the yeah, kids, yeah, like us, like, yeah, right, mate, and them going like, oh, jolly good, <laughs> yeah, that's how I view it, yeah. And then what? At the end of one of the games, it finished as a as a draw, and they had one of these players whose hair probably wasn't even longer than mine, but had it in a ponytail, which you know, whatever. And uh, he just belts the ball. He got, he got. I was really annoyed that the game finished nil nil, and just picks the ball up and just absolutely belts it. So I went, go and get it, and he went, no. And I went, no, you will go and get that ball. But there's... Do you know when it's not a child from your school? Yeah, and there's that There's a bit of like, am I right here as a teacher? Yeah, I'm right here as a teacher yeah, telling yeah. you. I'm a teacher, I'm a person of authority. Yeah. Listen here, top knot. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, um, and then luckily, another teacher from another school clocked it and he went, no, you will go and get that ball. So he wasn't even with. He you, wasn't right? even with me. I but feel then like it was like teachers yeah. unite. It was like Avengers assemble. And I saw it. He just winks at me as well as this to say, "I've got you back here." And then the actual the school teacher came over and made him go and get it. But then do you know, off the back of that, he just sort of like, don't want them to win. Exactly. Like, to win. Yeah, he got his knickers in a top knot. Yeah, and then he went on and won, scored the winner. Did he? Well. Oh, Did he a... not come over to you giving it there? <laughs> you what? <laughs> shh, shh, giving it there, shh. What ball? What yeah, ball? Yeah, but, um, yeah, so the two in... But the, the other team that qualified in the group, honestly, the football they were playing was just unbelievable. Um, probably some of the best team football I've seen at a school level for years. None of them were, like, standout incredible. But just played well just together. So, oh, just honestly, it was just, just. Inc- so they ended up in the final, both of them, and then ball comes through to the keeper, and the, and it's bobbling, and he goes to absolutely put his foot through it, and it just bobbles over his foot, and oh, top so, so top knot runs in and just slots it away. Top knot, and, <laughs> and he, and so yeah, so um, but talking about football, here we go. <laughs> so, um, you may remember a while back. Both myself and Adam played in the first ever Edgy Footy Aid game. Now, Edgy Footy Aid came about when I was watching Soccer Aid at Old Trafford on the telly. And I just put it out on Twitter. I said, you know, it'd be good if we could get a few teachers together and do our own sort of um, 
charity football match for teachers and we could look at raising money for a charity. You know, I just put that tweet out there anyway. Um, the guys over at Too Simple and Striker Boy. Uh, so there was a, a teacher who worked with Too Simple called Johnny Zucker, who's also an author. He wrote the book Striker Boy and after a battle with depression ended up uh, taking his own life. And so Too Simple have published his book uh, as a way of raising money towards mind charity. So they got involved and they, they sort of ran it. And if you remember, I'm sure we talked about it on previous uh, episodes, we ended up going up to Newcastle. Um, oh, it was more Durham way, wasn't it? In when was it? October, October was it? Yeah, yeah it was right before my 30th. Yeah, October, and we Can't played ruin, a game. And, my <laughs> and it was the North East. It was a team up in the North East, captained by Martin Bailey, aka Animate to Educate, against the uh, rest of the UK team, captained by myself. And um, I had a bit of a shock of that game because my knee's just nowhere. Um, and so we lost. So I'm, I'm zero for one. Zero in one as captain, and anyway, from the back off the back of that, the two simple team or the uh, striker boy team have been looking at creating area teams, so northeast, northwest, and so on. And the first team to recruit enough players was then to play the northeast for the trophy. Anyway, northwest ended up being the next team. Uh, I think we ended up with like thirty people initially signing up to actually the game playing on Saturday. We had fifteen, so. If I wasn't the captain, I was not going to play because uh, my knee just wasn't up to it. I had this strap. I had this. I looked like Stone Cold Steve Austin. Then I was strapping, and I probably moved like him as well. I was absolutely nowhere. Plenty of beers. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So anyway, game happened in Manchester. Martin brought his team down. They were. They were. Well, I think they only had one sub, didn't they? They were down to the bare bones, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, we were the home team, they were the Hawaii team. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. And, uh, and yeah, so, I mean, I think they'll, they'll happily admit that their squad probably wasn't as strong as the first game. So I was seeing it as an opportunity here to take the crown. Yeah. Northeast. When, although they had they had the lad up front who scored yeah, he was decent, four, he didn't play in the first game, so he he sort of carried him through a little bit. Anyway, I didn't played up top, and then we had uh, my brother-in-law in the middle, and then you know the other other players in and around. And I thought we had a fairly decent team. I thought we yeah, were, it wasn't bad, was it? On, on the whole, I thought we played the better football. Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah, I think on on, on the evidence, yeah. Yeah, so we started strong as well, didn't we? Oh, did we? <laughs> Go on, Adam, I'll let you talk you through. Yeah, well... He's been, he's been waiting. He's been waiting for this opportunity because if you remember in the last game... <laughs> I can't really laugh too much because it, it's going to bite me in the backside. Well, it was, it was a disgrace. I mean, the last game was a bit of a disgrace because I scored in the first half, hit the bar, went over the line, everyone could see it, uh, and the ref didn't give it. And uh, I didn't end up scoring the rest of the game, and I hit quite a few shots uh, quite far over. I don't even think they've landed yet. And uh, so you know, I had a lot of demons and a lot of uh, a lot of things to deal with from that from that game. A lot of doubters. Yeah, a lot of people saying it's time to hang it up. Yeah. You know, you're a professional KFC eater now. You're not a forty professional player. podcaster now. I do exactly most successful. Uh, what is it? Most, most <laughs> number one. Number one. Most the number one in the most successful of... podcast ever. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I went there, and you know, listen, 
couple of weeks after having a newborn, you know, sleep deprived, low on energy. But I turned up and I had, and my little girl was there and, and Max was there and the family. And, all, and, I, and I said, I will score, didn't I? I said, oh, there's just no doubt in my mind. First couple of minutes, ball gets played through. Now, back in the day, and you'll back me here, when I was really at my peak, for for a big lad, I was really quick. Nippy. I was fast. Obviously, I'm not nowhere near that anymore. But what I did like was, I just had, it was like, it was like, put it this way, it was like, it was like a plane or like a helicopter that was, that was, you know, that's really old and rusty. But then when you, when you just give, try to put it into overdrive one last time, it just had that. That little burst. that little burst, and then obviously, then it you know smoke and blew up and. <laughs> I like the way you. And you, you, so I, you're liking yourself to a helicopter. I, I turned on the. Goes up. I turned. I turned on the burners big time and got there. Slotted it. No I have to say, I have to say, as the ball went through, I had no expectation of Adam Nip because Martin came out, didn't he? And you were both going for it, and I was like, "Nah, Adam's not 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 getting yeah, that." Cheers for the uh, encouragement, Skip. Yeah, I didn't say it, and, but uh, that's what I was thinking. But that's kind of what drove me on. So yeah, I slotted it. Anyway, don't want to talk up after two. Yeah, we don't want to talk about the game too much. It, it went. It basically went one nil up, two nil up, then suddenly went five two down. Which was <laughs> yeah, just... with it. But this was the thing, right? So my knee is absolutely. Oh, just no one cares about your knee. <laughs> no, I've got you're to justify. You were absolutely <laughs> pants. We'll get on to that. No, no. But this is the thing. So I was the the right winger Simon. Uh, oh, I mean. The thing was, my brain was was reading him every time. I knew exactly what he was going to do. He was going to take it down the line and try and cross it in. I knew exactly what he was doing. And to be fair, when the ball went into him, I'm sure you won't mind me saying it, a couple of times the touch was quite heavy. Yeah. And I'm like, I could get that. I could get that ball right now. But literally, my body just could not move. I could just not... Even Slevy was watching, he was like, could just see you were looking going, I want to get there, but I just can't. So that's why they ended up being 5 2 up, because I yeah, just. I'm couldn't... sure that listeners to this are really bothered about <laughs> the fact that you have not got it anymore. But anyway, uh, yeah, so we went 5 2 down, then out of nowhere, we went 6 5 back up. So by half time, we were up by 1 6 yeah. 5. Or and then it, it went but to. This is the thing as well. It got quite heated. Yeah, there was, <laughs> there was a, a bit, bit of needle, there especially little, Lee. There was a little bit of needle, yeah. It, which so always, he was having quite the battle in the midfield. Which is always going to happen. In... But this was the thing. It ended up that the ref was saying to the guy organising it, like, you need, to have, you need to have a word. So the guy came over to me then. He was like, can you have a word with your number five? And then I'm looking over to Lee and Lee's just like, oh, expletives everywhere. Like, and, and I'm reckon. like, it's a charity game. And he's like, blah, 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 charity yeah. game. Like, because... He's just dead competitive. He's so competitive. And then I, I said at half time, I was like, we've got this, lads. Get next goal. We've got it. And then did we get the next goal? Well, so then we were 6 5 up. And then it went to 6 all. And then we went 7 6 up. And with it, four minutes with to go. Four minutes to go. It looked like it was in the bag. And then it got to. And then they equalised. And then it went to penalties. Yeah, we decided no extra time. It was just going to go straight to pens. So, of course, as captain. Well, I'd, let, let, let's just. Let, I need to tell this bit. So, it it was seven all. I'd actually scored a penalty in the match. Uh, there was a handball. I I grabbed the ball. I said, "Listen, this is my time. The demons are getting silenced. Put it down." And the, this is the most nervous I've been in a long time because I could hear my little girl shout. 
go on, Daddy. And I was just thinking, oh, my God, I'm going <laughs> to break that little girl's heart if I miss it. So I thought, boom, and I sent the keeper the wrong way. No worries, delicious. So then the penalties come. So then I, I rock up and I go, I'll, I'll go first. I'll step up first. And then Mr. Hero over here was just like, no. I'm the captain of this ship. He was like, I'll set us off. I thought, I thought, go on then, Lee. I like the confidence. Um, so then Lee stepped up and uh, before he goes in about, it was my knee. I couldn't stand on my, my knee, knee properly. It was my knee. Um, yeah, he, he just, he ran up. And I, I'll be honest, you know, Lee normally has a pretty sweet left peg and he dragged it. The uh, worst I've ever seen. He uh, just dragged it and it just it rolled wide. The, nets, the, the only the, po- the, the only positive was I sent him the wrong way, but it but I, I somehow managed to hit it. That it sort of bobbled. How, like how do you hit a standing I, ball? I've never so heard. Bobbling. I've never heard someone who scuffed a pen wide <laughs> make such <laughs> horrific exit. Hey, I tell you one positive thing. I sent him the wrong way. You sent the ball the wrong way, pal. <laughs> You know, it, and then you just like, and then it bobbled. No, no, you scuffed the living hell out of the ball. You nearly chopped the ball in half. It was that bad. Oh, God. So anyway, that started off as on a stinker. Then they go and score. By the way, if you're on our Facebook page, if you're on the Two Mr P's podcast Facebook group, should I say, uh, we'll, we've we've found like a clip of a, someone who took a penalty that was very very similar. Yeah. Good old Peter Divine. Peter Divine. We'll post it. We'll post it in this week. So then, yeah, I mean. And then um, they go and score, and then now it's my time. And at the end of the day, you know, when you, <coughs> when your captain goes up and makes such a horrific mistake <laughs> like that, you know, you, your confidence is shattered. And I put the ball down, and I thought to myself, oh, should I go the same way like I did in the first half? Wasn't quite sure, which you never should do at penalties. I've got a perfect penalty record as well. And then, to be fair to Martin, made it made a solid save off mine. And then, you know, on and on, and then we lost, we ended up losing. We scored, did, we, no, Lee, did Lee take the third? No, he took the fourth. But we right, lost, so we, we scored the third, but then Lee missed the fourth. Missed the fourth, and then... And then yeah, we missed, then the, we fifth. missed the fifth. Yeah, it was 2-1 on pens, <laughs> low, low standard from tired legs. But no, all for a, so, uh, all for a great cause. All for a great cause, and you can still um, donate. So all the money, I think we've reached the target of £5,000 from just that game alone. Um, and to go into mine charity. I we, mean, personally speaking, um, this these football games are doing nothing for my own mental health. They've given me nightmares ever since. But the fact that it's helping raise money, crucial, much needed money to help people, is is fantastic. And the team, uh, Martin and the lads from the no- northeast who came down for the game. It was incredible. Um, massive thank you to them, but also the team at Striker Boy for getting it all organised. Yeah, and I have got video footage of Lee's penalty. So, you know, Which is swiftly going to be deleted. Potential live show material there. <laughs> Buy your tickets, guys, because you can see one of the worst penalties ever. Okay, yeah. okay. Swiftly moving on. First, first feature of the episode. Okay, so Diabolical Leader of the Week. Um, 
we keep getting loads of nominations. This this <laughs> out of everything we get um, sent, the diabolical leader of the week now is probably the most common sort of nomination we get. There's loads, but the one that I'm going to mention it's something that I, I, I shared on my Facebook page because obviously we're getting their sats and um, diabolical leader of the week is just going to the academy down in South London who's opening the de- making the day longer for the children. Uh, Basically, it seems just for preparation for Sats. Now, listen, I know what it's all about. I know that we're judged on these ridiculously pointless Sats results. And there are schools who do after-school revision. Um, I don't know what I call them clubs, because clubs make them sound like they're fun, because they're, they're not, they're a waste of time. But you've got to get results, on you? But it was this article where they were talking about why they were doing it. And they basically, because they've been taken over by a... Um, academy chain they were basically blaming it on the fact of the teachers before year six being rubbish and like saying to them oh well because they've pretty much had a really poor education through the rest of the school we need to now make sure we extend the school day to 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 get them to pass the sats test and i just think like what are you doing like what sort of message is that sending to not only the teachers about how valued they feel but the, the local community and the parents and that sort of thing, honest to God, diabolical. That is diabolical. But you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna stand up and I'm gonna disagree a little bit with that. Go Not on. with that bit, but um, I don't mind a bit of like you know half an hour, forty five minutes after school, just focusing on certain things. Yes, it's for Sats, but also with other year groups, it's a simple case of. You know, in a class of like 30 or 40, you can't cover everything with everyone all the time. As in, people do, there are, there are gaps. Yeah. You find them gaps out. I don't mind putting in a little bit of extra time and doing it. For example, when you I'm give I, up your Easter holidays to do it. I've done it before. Have you? I've done it before, yeah. I've done like Easter clubs, yeah. But it's. it's it's See, we don't do go, it. We going, just... back, going back to my old school and uh, one of the first year that I was there, obviously when I teamed up with the man, the myth, Oi, Brav. All right. Um, Courtney John. John. We did an Easter club and stuff because um, two, they, had, they had a teacher in year four and it was only discovered about halfway through the year that he just put films on. That like he literally just put films on every day. <laughs> You're Seriously, he just put films on every day. Um, obviously, I don't know who that teacher is. I'm not. What, quite... fil- what films are? <sighs> Do you know what I've got? I've got a weird feeling. I don't know why it's mad that Rocky was one. Well, he could argue. There's a lesson to be learned from yeah, this story, but, Rocky. You know, speech and language. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. It, you know, so I think sometimes there's a place for it, but, you know, it's about not overdoing it. The thing is, the kids that want to do it, I feel like if they want to do it, give them a, give them a crack. If they um, want, you know, if they can't quite understand... Yeah, but, yeah, possibly, but making it compulsory that everyone has to do it. I just think they get... get they're just, there's enough, they've got enough going on at 10 years old, and they, they, the thing is with the SATS tests, and we could talk about this till the cows come home, they do nothing for the kids. Right, so well, it's putting let, the yeah, children under not, unnecessary pressure. Not. Like, I get... Listen, I understand why schools do it. I understand why you have to do it, because ultimately the test children are sitting at the minute. You have to prep in some way, shape or form. So the choice you make, I think most schools either make the choice of 
uh, narrow the curriculum during the day. So you don't do PE, you don't do your science, you don't do your topic. You give them a diet of English and maths until you're through the SATs. Or you carry on with the rest of the curriculum and then you have to give those booster sessions outside of school. I get that, but I just think ultimately it's, it's just such a flawed system that is so superficial. If you were to get every year seven child in this country now to reset the SATs that they did last year, they'd all fail them. I put my house on that. Listen, yeah, well, you never know, but we can't, you know, that's not going to happen. And I speak from experience that when I did my SATs, if, you'd have, if I'd have retested in year seven, I wouldn't have failed because I lost the knowledge and I failed because my relationship at the time broke down <laughs> in, uh, in year seven because the divide after year six is too tough. You, you know, you've got to think to yourself, you know, to last through five and six, it doesn't get enough credit. <laughs> that's, a long, that's my second longest relationship after my now wife. Oh, right, here comes the uh, next feature of the episode. Okay, so the strange things that only happen in primary schools this week, and it happened to me today, right? And I'm sure plenty of you, if you're a teacher or uh, anyone who works in a school, you'll you'll understand this. And it is peculiar and it is strange, right? Why is it whenever you make a brew in school, there's never, ever, ever a teaspoon in the drawer. Like, where do these teaspoons go? Because you don't take the teaspoon in the cup of tea. You know, if a teacher takes a cup of tea, coffee back to the classroom, they leave the teaspoon. And a school doesn't buy, a, uh, I was going to say stationary set then, it's not set, but a cutlery set, uh, and yet goes, oh no, we'll return the teaspoons. Where did he go? Well, I don't know, but I feel like, to be fair, I can't really speak on this because I don't drink hot drinks ever. But, you know, I do like a muller corner. Um, you know, so I do need teaspoons from now on. Rice, rice, baby. <laughs> no, I'm talking I'm talking banana choco flakes or vanilla choco flakes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm talking like... They seem to have got rid of the toffee hoops. Have they? Yeah, but going back to the toffee hoops... I'll tell you which was the best one, Mississippi mud pie. Nah, not a fan. But the toffee hoops, they used to be lovely when you got the right one. But when you didn't, you had like a layer of water and a bit Uh, bitty and they were horrible. But anyway, I digress. Uh, (laughs) I need a teaspoon the odd time. Um, I agree that you can't really find any. But then I always find the same one, which looks like it's so outrageously stained. It's I can't possibly eat my muller with it so i end up having to pour my balls into the yogurt which sounds a bit weird and then and then just drink it and then at one time you know i actually kind of scooped the yogurt out with with my finger but anyway yeah so that is a strange thing that is i don't get it where did he go what are they being used for you you on today's episode you know you're going on about sats you're going on about this you got rants in your pants, I tell you. <laughs> rants and bants. <laughs> rants, no bants. <laughs> uh, right. So, um, okay, next feature. Should we go for the next feature uh, or should we do... The, oh, we'll do the next fe- feature and then we'll do the question that someone sent in. Oh, I don't know. 
When you really make a terrible shout And you don't know what you're talking about Everyone remembers what I know Yes, so we are back with our nominations for O of the Week. And we've been sharing a couple in the Facebook group. But my wife dropped a classic this week. So we started watching the uh, Ricky Gervais Afterlife. Brilliant. It's, it's quality, really, really good. And um, we'd watched a couple of episodes. And then we had the next episode ready on Netflix to go. And she goes, um, so how many, how many episodes are there in the series? And I'm like, I don't, I don't know, you know. And she goes, oh, look, 15. And it wasn't 15 episodes. It was the Certificate 15. Oh. I was like, oh, what, I know. But yeah, so I've got one online. Uh, someone, someone said, I messaged the guy about an apartment in Tenerife asking if he had air cons or fans in the room. So then it shows the, the, the messages and it says, Hi, Michael, does your apartment have fans? And Michael replied, Hello, we have many excellent reviews on the site, TripAdvisor. <laughs> well, on the site, we already have reservations December, January and September 2020. <laughs> A lot of English, many of them, been coming back for three years. So it's like, so it's that our apartment likes a lot. And then the reply was, Sorry, I meant a fan to cool down. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, that is a brilliant O. And if you have an O... There's that, so many O's. There's so many. An um, O a day keeps the doctor away, that's what that's I'm saying. What, yeah. So if you uh, spy one in school or whatever, whether it's school-related or not... There was one about... The kid, uh, kids come out with the best O's. Oh, some of them come out with absolutely... Kids come out with absolutely classic O's. But there was um, there was one in the Facebook group that I put in, I was like, nomination for O of the Week, and it was um, Bulgarian police accidentally pepper spray themselves instead of protesters. <laughs> <laughs> and it's an article where all the police are just crying their eyes out because of the pepper oh, spray. Oh, goodness me. Uh, so, um, so, yeah, so we've started getting a few... Uh, Questions, like people are sending in questions as well. And if you want to get in touch, for whatever reason, whether it's a nomination for Diabolical Leader of the Week or you want to nominate a flashback throwback... Um, or a question for the two Mr P's. Yeah, a question for the two Mr P's. That might be a new feature. Obviously, Cue just Mr. funny P's. stories. Funny stories that you can share. Head to the website, 2mrpspodcast.com. That's the number 2, mrpspodcast.com, and there's an option to share your stories there. But the question that came in this week is, what are our thoughts on romances in the workplace? As are you, in... Are you dropping that to me straight off? Well, that? what's interesting, and I don't know if, you both, if people know this, is that both of us uh, met our... Wives. Mm. I was going to say current wives, but yeah. that's probably not the right Uh-oh. thing to say. Uh, through, by working with them. Yeah, true. Yours was at your school. Mine was, mine was at my old school, yeah. Mine was before I became a teacher. So at, before I was a teacher, I worked at Next in the Trafford Centre, which weirdly, I think we talked about this before, but weirdly, I've now met so many other teachers that used to work at Next. Not, not the Next in the Trafford Centre, just... A branch Anything. of Next, yeah, yeah. and um, and yeah. So I, I for the past for the last couple of years at Next work, worked in the office, and that's where uh, Claire, who was 
a probation officer at the time, was sort of going back to uni to become a social worker, got a part-time job at Next, and yeah, the rest was history. It's funny though, we used to always like, uh, I don't know if you knew this, but we'd always go in the lift, we'd come up and do the till lifts. Uh, no, I'm not going to get in trouble now for this, but we'd always get in a till lift, get, come up in the lift with a little trolley to get all the, the money from the tills, and then we'd always have a swift little snog in the lift on the way down. Jarring work! <laughs> Jarring work! Hey, the renegade of education, that's what, I, what I'm about. You don't care about the rules, he'll <laughs> snog on the clock. Um, well, funny, funny, I mean, I didn't meet, um, I didn't meet my wife at Next. Uh, met a lot of horrible people. <laughs> um, but no, listen, me and Next didn't quite, we just work didn't quite out. hit it off. Uh, it a couple, I'll give you a couple of, couple of quick, say highlights, but couple of things once because i used to work with my best like one of my best mates slevsy on the friday night shift and we used to absolutely just have a ball in fact so funny we found recently we found one of my next uh reviews like job reviews and one oh of them, like um appraisals appraisals yeah. yeah and one of them said Adam is more interested in talking to his friends <laughs> than than serving the customers. Um, and I remember, I mean, you know, Slev, he's absolutely, you know, he's he's a, he's a funny guy, and he, he chucked me. I worked in Next Kids, you see, and he he, chuck, he <laughs> chucked me he chucked me this small boys dressing gown, and he went, try it on, try it on. So I tried it on, and my manager came out of the door and went. Adam, what do you think you're doing? And I went, I'm just trying a small boys <laughs> dressing going on. And then I and then I tensed and it ripped the seam on the back. So I had to plead with my manager not to take it out my pay. And they had to fault it off. Um but then, let's, not me- let's not mention the manager just in case. No. She's still working. No, there. of course not. And then I remember, you know, remember the next tape? Every like month there was oh, a new next yeah. tape. Oh. And It'd play over and over again. You're on like a, a, a six, name me a song six, that you can remember. I know a song. Uh, Sweet cherry. Oh, <laughs> what song's that? I think Gavin DeGraw. <laughs> but no, I remember I was working with this girl and I, I pulled out like this. <laughs> I pulled out this <laughs> this uh, this big like row of row of uh, like drawers, and um, there was loads of old tapes down the back. So I pulled one out and I was like, oh my God, this is from 2002. Yeah. This was about 2006, 2007. Yeah. So I put it in and I turned it full blast. I used to always mess with the volume. Managers hated that as well. <laughs> Literally put it full volume, came out to customers holding their ears and it was the cause. You know, go on, go on, leave me breathless. And I, I came out, absolutely loved it. Got record card at dinner. Oh, we collected so many record but, cards. But just, I mean, I know I'm just spitting... <laughs> You know, spitting about this next stuff. One of the funniest, and my friend always brings it up to me, is the Boxing Day shift we used to do. Next, renowned for the huge Boxing Day sale, you used to have to get there, didn't you, for like 5 a.m.? Yeah, and people were queuing. You people felt like were a queuing. celeb. So the shops would get manic. They would oh. get battered, and every staff member would be working. At one point, I was so hungry. like, And... and it was one of them where I was looking at the clock thinking I must have been working for two hours and it had been ten minutes. <laughs> so I was looking round. The managers were just sorting out refunds and stuff. I had a little look. And so I just, I decided to just walk out. 
middle of my shift on Boxing Day. I just walked out. And I, and I made my way tactically. You know, this is a Trafford Centre. It's all about tactics. I had my tactics board there, and I thought, right, if I go to the Orient here. So I went to the Orient, and I, and I, and I saw like a manager from like ladies' wear, and I thought, oh my god, put my head down, and I was like, I've got to be careful here. So I queued up at KFC, and I, I, and I thought, right, and I remember getting a large a large Zinger Tower meal, yeah. mini fillet, right, right. And, I, and they said, are you eating in? I said. You're damn right, me and him. <laughs> so they give it me on a tray, and I thought, I can't be on top here. I can't be sitting in the Orient loving life. I'm not. This isn't even my dinner time. <laughs> so I went into the massive. Wait, wait. What time did you start the shift? I started the shift at like. I started the shift at like. What was it? Like is it six? early or late? It was like six in the morning. Yeah, it was six in the morning. So, I must so have what gone, time was this? I must have gone to Colonel. Colonel opened early on them days. <laughs> so day. I don't know. I don't it know. What, I don't know what time it was. It was hundred percent not my dinner time though. <laughs> So I was walking and I thought, oh, it's a bit on top if I just have it like in the middle of the orbit. Yeah. So I ended up going into like the big, you know, the big toilets yeah. in, in, in the Orient. And I just went in and locked myself in a urinal. Uh, in a urinal. <laughs> I locked myself in a uh, in a cubicle. Yeah. And I just sat there, put the toilet seat down, sat there. God, that's it, so unhygienic. It, it was a low it was a low point. <laughs> and and I ate this KFC, but no joke. You know, wiped my face with the toilet roll. And then <laughs> When went back to next, just walked back in, yeah. straight into replen, you know, mixing up the clothes. And I remember my manager went, oh, I didn't know I was looking for you. And I just went, I was on the toilet. And she went, all oh, right, you've just got to do this. And I was just thinking, like, I'd better not have gravy on my tie. Like, it was, it was messy. But, uh, so, yeah, so just... But, yeah, so... Um, workplace romances, I mean, I'm, I'm obviously all in favour. I met... I met my wife Kim uh, working. I was just a young, a young TA, fresh out of Lostock, yeah. straight out of Lostock, and I was working with uh, with uh, Cockney John, and Kim was the other year six teacher, um, and we had another year six teacher. But I'll be touching on him in the live show because there's some absolute gold about him, and uh, yeah, it was it was weird really. I uh, I instantly liked her, kind of, you know, didn't really think much of it. And then uh, I always remember one of the first lines I said to Kim, and, and it was on this day where we were dressed in 60s stuff. Right, so Kim had this, do. like, jazzy jazzy dress on, and I had these, like, love heart glasses on and a T-shirt that said, good times. <laughs> and uh, I remember going... And we never really spoke early doors. Yeah. And and I remember saying to her, like, uh, oh, you, you, you actually look all right today. Because she thought, like, I'll look silly. And I went, no, you, you actually look all right. And she kind of went, oh, thanks. And I was just like, oh, I didn't mean... Uh, wait, you know. Um, but, you know, she's that only... That was a bit of a no. She's only human. She, uh, you know, she fell for the dodge charms. All down to the tactics. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so... I think we've got the name of this episode, haven't we? Work... The work, learning, learning objective. <laughs> Workplace romances are fine, but obviously there is, you know, the awkwardness. I think workplace romances are good. Workplace hookups at Christmas parties and things, they're like... They're the bad they're ones. They're the bad ones. Did yeah. you have to keep it on the D-low? Yeah, we kept it pretty quiet. Um, and then it was kind of like... Yeah, we just... We, we ended up going to see the head teacher and said, listen, you know, we're together... Because we were kind of coming in together, like, in the mornings and yeah. things like that. So people were kind of, 
you know, oh, that's a bit weird. They live nowhere near yeah. each other. Um, but yeah, so we, we do, I have to say, my, my last school were really, you know, were really good about everything, and and uh, it was top drawer, and obviously never looked back. It's uh, that's me now. Done. Yeah, I think you're right about like if it ends up turning into a relationship, then obviously it it can work. But if it's a hook up and yeah, uh, and you get and you get like caught up because you like them both as friends, and then it all goes sour, and you don't know. Oh, it could be awkward, Kai. Oh, awkward indeed. Yeah, have you? But you've had experience of that, haven't you? Experience of what? Being caught in the middle. Clowns to the left of the jokers to the right. I, I thought you were talking more like A1. <laughs> right now, caught in the middle. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so thanks for that question. Hope uh, We've not really advised you of anything, have we? It's I don't think like... the question... The question wasn't sort of like, advise me on what to do. It was just, what are your what thoughts are your on thoughts? it? I'm, listen, I'm all for it at the end of the day. It's a perfect... Is it? You know, you spend more time with people at work than you do your own family. So if if you get if you feel that spark, well, I don't really want to end up marrying my own family, but yeah, yeah. Now you're on the phone to the love, Bradford. <laughs> yeah. If you liked someone at work, you'd go for it. Just, well, just be technical. Yeah. <laughs> just remember the tactics. Um, remember no, the it's, tactics. It's, listen, it's all good as long as as long as it as long as like you said, as long as you don't bring other parties involved and. It doesn't end messy. Yeah, yeah, you got yeah, yeah. Because yeah, you got. You, but I, obviously, it was weird at our school because my wife was was Kim Ingleby, and then uh, out of nowhere, the kids were a bit like, mm, "What?" And then we got engaged, and it was like, "What? what? Oh, oh, Mister P, yeah, no way." I'm yeah. sure all the kids were like, "What? You've scored Mister P, yeah, come on." Um, and then you know, then we were getting married, and I remember we had this big wedding thing, like wedding, like pre-wedding party with all the kids there, which was amazing. But then, like Kim went from Kim Ingleby, to Mrs. Ingleby, uh, sorry, Miss Ingleby, to Miss Mrs. Parkinson. Yeah. So, which again, you know, was quality. But then you heard like Mrs. Parkinson, and I'd always turn, and then they'd be like, "No, Kim, oh, you know, that's the worst." With Claire's brother at my school, they always go like Lee, and I go, "Yeah." Because yeah. I'm only there one day. Yeah. I don't be part of the team. I'm like, yeah. You go, no, <laughs> yeah. no, the other Lee. Like, oh. You got a problem with your iPad? <laughs> no? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, funny, here's a funny one for you. So one of the year five girls uh, keeps spreading a rumour that one of the teachers is a stepmom. Right, to the point where the heads had to do an assembly with all of year five to basically say, this teacher is not... Uh, the stepmom to this child. Really? Yeah, yeah. And it, it, and then he went. Whoever then, started that rumours hit Jackie P there. With a yeah, light, with and, a then, and then but then he went on to this whole thing of like, if you see teachers outside of school, they have a life. Like proper went on yeah, one. Yeah. Apparently, it was like, uh, if you see two women, uh, two teachers together outside of school, they're just friends, and they're like, he's taking it to a dark place. <laughs> yeah. He's like. You know, you might see a guy in a pub. He might drink a pint all 17. He's not an alcoholic. <laughs> He's just having a good yeah. time. So, yeah. So, right. Let's finish off with the last feature. Flashback! Flashback! It's affected every one of us! Flashback! Throwback to Mr. P's in a pub. 
Here we go then, flashback throat. Oh my god. Have you just burped? <laughs> Pardon? Have you just burped? No. You <laughs> I could smell it, that's disgusting. Oh, oh, I'll tell you what, today, by the way, uh, have you ever had that where a child comes up to you and has got that bad breath? Have you ever had that? Yeah, I, I, oh. listen, bad breath for me is an absolute... Oh, no I mean, this child came up and, honest to God, I nearly, like, like choked. I, I was like... Oh. Like, it was that bad. Oh, what you there, was a rumor going around, there was a rumour going around about a kid in my primary school. This is true. <laughs> that, and, and, and to be fair, he did have really bad breath. I stayed way clear. <laughs> but there was rumours. Someone was like, whoa, did you see him breathe the other day? There was that green mist coming out of his mouth. <laughs> and I was like... I was like, what? And he was like, yeah, seriously. He breathed on me the other day. And there was green mist there. And I was going like, nah, no way. But then, you know, then someone was like, you heard about the green mist? Yeah, man, it stinks. <laughs> Suddenly I was like, it stinks. I wasn't even there, I didn't even know. Uh, so, um... Before we go, actually, that reminded me of something well funny. I say this, and I don't want it to sound harsh. This is going back to the school days. There was a kid at school who had no sense of smell, couldn't smell a thing. We found that out. And every time he'd come over to us in the lunch hall, someone would go, oh, have you smelled that fart? Then we had a mate who used to go like, oh, it smells like carrots and, and onions and puddles. He used to say like the most random stuff. <laughs> puddles. And then, and, then, and then he'd come over and go, oh, like, you know, hold his nose and go, oh, that stinks, lads. And then everyone would just stop and go like, you can't smell it. No one's done it. No one's farted. Uh, he took it all. He took it all. It's banned. <laughs> uh, to be fair, though, I reckon I don't know what would be if you had to lose one sense. What would it be? It'd probably so smell, wouldn't it? Probably smells on it. Touch is touch one. Yeah, but touch. I mean, no, I'm not saying lose touch. Touch, smell, hearing, sight, sight, tongue, smell, taste, taste. Yeah. Oh well, I wouldn't lose taste. Yeah, but if, my eyes. yeah, but if you lost taste, you'd still get the satisfaction through smell. No, no. Can in smelling food just as important as actually tasting it? Oh, that's a good question. You couldn't not taste it though. I think. I I think it'd be taste. I think I'd have to go for taste. Yeah, you couldn't lose touch. Nah. Touch me. <laughs> Touch me. Right, we're we're going off we're going off topic again. We've got to come back to the results of last ep- last episode. Episode do twenty. Um do you remember we were doing really poor fashion choices? We've realised again this is something we're gonna to have to come back to. Oh massive. Because there's so many. Um if you remember my choices were bandanas on the wrists, tracky bottoms that had buttons that you could rip off, and then Shirts that were stitched into jumpers, so they weren't actual shirts, just the collar. Mm-hmm. And Adam went for dog tags, vests, and white shoes. And we've recently discovered there were many, many occasions where Adam was guilty of all three in one go. But the results are in: sixty-five percent to Mister P, uh, oh me, <laughs> and thirty-five to you. So that's, I think I'm three ahead now. Yeah, you it's are. It's like eight, five. Yeah, but it's, you know, it's just, it's classic, you know, oh, Mr. P and his iPads. No one, <laughs> no one, you know, no one gets me. And, and to be fair, I should be getting sympathy, new baby votes. And, you know, it is what it is, listen. Right, so 
Well, don't, don't worry, Adam. You might be able to pull it back this week. Remember, it's a so. marathon, not a sprint. So this week, we're going to finish off by choosing our best, like, old-school boy bands. One from overseas, so America, wherever, and then one from the UK. So, should we do our overseas ones first? Yeah, go overseas first. Do you, you want to start? Now you start, because I always start. It's not going to do me any favours, is it? Well, mine's a bit of a renegade choice, to be fair, and I reckon some people won't even remember who these people are. But um, they were called, and they just I think I only remember two songs they ever did, and they were called LFO. I do, do you remember, remember LFO? LFO. Yeah. So um, LFO, they, they, is it? It is LFO, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah. So the two songs that I remember were Summer Girls. But I just remember. In the summer. Yeah, that was it. New kids on the block get a lot of hits. What a tune this was. Here we go. <laughs> no, I remember that just being an anthem for a song for a, for a summer, and then the next song was. Um, Girl on TV. And I always remember this. Jennifer, yeah. Jennifer Love Hewitt. And I yeah. used to fancy the pants off yeah, her. Yeah, I had a bit of a yeah, I had a bit of fang for her. Yeah, I know what you did last summer. That was the one. So yeah, my first choice. L F I wonder what LFO stands for. Um oh, funny you should say that, Mr. Uh, antonyms. Acronyms. <laughs> what was it that we did last week? Acronym. Acronyms. 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 ASOS, when you were giving me the old ASOS, it's a shop, as seen on screen. Yeah, that's what the shop's called. Yeah, I know, but it's still an acronym. Yeah, yeah. Sweet. Right, anyway, <laughs> um, my my choice for overseas, I'm not even going to, I'm not even going to say who they are, I'm just going to... Light, play. funky ones. Right, thanks for interrupting. <laughs> Sorry. Rude. Uh, voters out there, did you hear that rudeness? <laughs> um... Yeah, I'm not going to, you know, dwell on the name, but I'm just going to play this. Yeah! <laughs> I mean, that's all you need. You are my fire. <laughs> it know, is, is all one, one of the best TV scenes oh, Brooklyn. is the Brooklyn Nine-Nine. <laughs> Yeah, with the, with the lineup, we will post. We'll post it into the. Uh, That's one of the funniest scenes. But yeah, so Backstreet Boys. I mean, back in the day, I, I remember going to you know the local boys' club, and when you had the when you had the um, the CD players there, and you know Backstreet's back, all right, and everyone knew, was they loving were it. They were they? massive, yeah, and they're still going now. I have to say, they, they performed on Strictly quite recently, and. And you know, even though I still loved it, they, they, they didn't they didn't hit the notes of, of of Once Upon a Time. But I mean, that I want it that way. I, I mean, what a tune! And then you've got you've just got. I mean, it, it's just too many, too many to say. But amazing stuff. Um, yeah. On, so you, there's my there's my. Go on, then you might as well carry on with your next one. So my next one is a band who have got me through. A lot in my time, and I've been to see them twice, and I'm actually going again to see them on their comeback uh, show. 
And it is these absolute legends. I mean, prepare to stand up from your seat that you're sitting in slowly and on time with the chorus because it's Westlife. And listen, Westlife, they just had the magic. They knew what they were doing. And listen, everyone, you know, I'm not even bothered about McFadden. Listen, McFadden's McFadden, fair play. He started in, you know... Is he back in now? No, he's not back in now. He can't be back in now. Well, they're not Jerry back in. Yeah, but it's not the same. McFadden McFadden went at the wrong time. I think Jerry went at an okay time. I think they were coming towards the, the finish line. I think Westlife was still absolutely quality without McFadden. And then, you know, McFadden's... He's living in Rochdale now, McFadden. Yeah. And he's, I'm pretty sure McFadden's... I have a wife or fiance is a teacher. I'm sure someone told me that once. Well, good luck to him. And, and to be fair, if if that's so, and if she listens to the podcast, even though I said that I wasn't a massive fan, <laughs> I'd love him to. I'd love him to perform at my fortieth. Yeah. Um, no, but Westlife. I mean everything, and the new tunes are coming out with. They're just taking it back, old school, absolutely class. And I'm not a fan. Never been a fan. Not for me. Oh, the only thing that I ever did with Westlife is when we were on our first lads' holiday, we pretended to be a boy band, but we were called East Green. East Green? <laughs> East Green. My goodness. Didn't work. I once, I once went out on a... You can't sing? I once went out on a night out, uh, and one of, my, one of my mates' uni mates was an absolutely, unbelievably good-looking guy. Who? Uh I'm not, I'm not going to name names on the podcast. But he, he was a really good guy. I'd love it if you were saying he's really good looking. His name's Sai. And he, you know, he, he, he had the, ch- the the pick of the litter. And he, uh, <laughs> and he, 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 he said to me, I used to, you know, we've talked about the yacht days and all of that yeah. kind of stuff. I used to like to come up with like, you know, funny kind of white lies and things like that. So I said to him, I said, listen, this is this way going this was when it was big, like just in just in uh, Bieber times and things like that. So all I said is, right, we're gonna come up with a bit of a tale, right? Yeah. I said, You're gonna be an American singer who's on the rise and your name's gonna be Chad Dawson. Right? Well, I mean, what a name. I, I literally plucked that from thin air. I was like, Your name's gonna be Chad Dawson. <laughs> so he went and he was a brummy, right, right, yeah, yeah. And I keep it shut. <laughs> do not talk <laughs> so uh, so anyway get to this bar and I go like uh, I called myself Mitchell Dobbs <laughs> right <laughs> because I, I, I'm not going to lie I had a few too many old English ciders and, and then I started thinking about soap um, actors and characters so I've got Phil Mitchell and Tyrone Dobbs so I thought, right, I'll be Mitchell Dobbs. <laughs> so I said to this, I said to the, these these two girls in this bar, I said, "Hey, uh, girls, have you ever heard of Chad Dawson?" And they were going, "What?" I was like, "Just look over there," and and I got like I got the lad to just like look over, you know, smouldering. Yeah. And I went, "Trust me," I said, "He's going to be the next Justin Bieber." Immediately, it was like, "Oh no way!" Yeah. And I was like, "Yeah," I said, "I'm uh, I'm Mitchell Dobbs." <laughs> His, uh, his, his agent so they were loving it they were loving it and, and and you know it was going so well and you know looking back 
they were, they were only white lads. I was always going to come out with the truth. <laughs> and then, so anyway, they went, oh, man, can we meet him? Can we get a picture with him? I was thinking, <laughs> a picture with the brummy, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I said, I went, I went, Jeff, Jeff, come over here, mate. So he came over and, and I remember looking at him behind the girls going, don't speak, don't speak, like, yeah. just don't. So he come over and the girls were like, oh, it's so nice to meet you. You know, your agent's been saying so much about you. And he just went, thanks. <laughs> he went like, it's so good to meet you. And he was like trying to do like an American accent. And it was, it, it sounded so, so horrific. Yeah. And the girls were just like, you're lying, aren't you? And I was just like, if you thought my name was Mitchell Dobbs, <laughs> you don't deserve my time. Um, but yeah. Uh, right, my final choice. So this is UK-based um, pop group. And these these were massive for me. These were the the absolute kings. When they... Uh, I'm trying to pick my favourite song. I, don't, I mean... Five, what are you waiting for? If you want a three, two, one, let's do it. Dun, dun. I think this is my favourite. Yeah, it's a big tune. Is this the one where they're like in the car? Yeah, yeah. They're in the Cruise car going line, through. Yeah. Here we go again with the beat. Yeah. But then this was this was also an Where they're like going through different rooms in yeah, the house. Yeah. If I remember I mean, correctly, I used to love this too. Didn't he go into school yeah, the entrance, hall? Oh, yes, yeah, yeah, when you're doing yeah. exams. Yeah, but to be fair, you know, you know, you've played three songs there. I mean, you're just literally paying for those. <laughs> uh, which I think he's bang out of all of that. Listen, five were brilliant. That other band that no one's ever heard of. What, LFO? Yeah, LFO. What does it what? stand for again? Light funky ones. Mm. So Let's there we go. Get ones. <laughs> There we go. We'll get the poll up on Facebook later on in the week. And that brings us to the end of the episode. So thank you very, very much for listening. We hope you've enjoyed it. Um, as always, please go over to Apple Podcasts, rate, review and subscribe. Please make sure you get your tickets for the live show as well. We won't be... Well, the next episode that we do will be after the live show. Yeah. And if it goes swimmingly well we'll be back we'll be ha- if it if it's disastrous well you might never hear of us again from us again well we might have some great stories for the next podcast <laughs> yeah either way either way so it's like welcome to <laughs> Mr. B in the again <laughs> with me hopefully not I'm sure it'll be fine. So, um, yeah, if we don't see it or hear from you before, have a wonderful Easter break as well. Um, make sure you, you join the Facebook group as well. Yeah, we Anything want to take off. No, just, uh, yeah, take care of yourselves. Enjoy your time off and uh, we'll get your tickets for the live show. See you soon. Bye. Bye.